everybody it is episode 97 of the regular show that's right you know it you love it 97 uh, we're getting three away from the big 100 uh, so make sure you listen to that one that one's gonna be about 15 hours long I'm just kidding it's gonna be about four hours maybe I don't know you gotta go through 100 songs twice so it's gonna take a minute but uh, that's not what we're talking about today we are talking about Lana Del Rey uh, and I have with me Shelly Fairbanks. You know her, you love her. Hello, hi, my people. Shelly, what are we? What are we doing? What is our list today? We are ranking Lana Del Rey's "Born to Die," which has been something I have wanted to do since the beginning of this podcast. Hell yes! Uh, ten years. It's been ten years since this album came out. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. That's true. Oh yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I, I was not well-versed in Lana Del Rey. Uh, Shelly's been a fan for a while. It's been a minute. Yeah, for about 10 years. <laughs> for about 10 years. So Would you look at that? <laughs> that's incredible. Yeah, I, I heard I heard it through the grapevine, uh, Shelly being the grapevine, about Lana Del Rey, and I kind of just paid her I no mind. I love the grapevine. I was Amazing. like, eh, I don't know. What a cool thing to be. And then, you know, throughout the years, I would, I would hear a song here and there I'd, I'd pick it out and it, it was not offensive and uh, that's that's probably the nicest thing I could say about music made in the last 10 years it was not offensive and uh, I enjoyed I genuinely enjoyed what I heard from Born to Die so uh, it's like there's great music in the last 10 years there's ah, good know. music <laughs> it, it's far and few in between I mean, there was garbage music 20 years ago oh yeah there's always been garbage music you absolutely you gotta seek out the good music I just Process. feel like they don't promote the the good music as much as they used to. That could be true. I'll get into capitalism in a minute, actually. <laughs> but, um, you know, the, the great thing about Lana Del Rey is she, she's, I like to say that her and, like, even 10 years ago, she kind of started off that sad girl revolution. Um, you know, she was like a voice for the alt girl, like the, the woman who's, like, not mainstream. Well, like you look at somebody like uh, Lady Gaga, and she was kind of very mainstream. Every and she had some beef with Lana Del Rey, really? Elizabeth Woolridge Grant. Um, they had some beef back in the day uh, when about they were what? both performing in New York City. They're about the same age, or maybe the same age. I don't know, but they're very close. Yeah, they're about the same age. So um, they were both playing in the same like clubs and stuff in New York City when they were just getting started. Both of them were getting started at the same time, and. Um, and um, Lana, Elizabeth, Lizzie, did not like how Stephanie was branding herself and, like, selling herself. See, we're going back to capitalism now. She didn't like how she was, like, being promoted and getting being, like, this, like, weird character. image. She, be, she was becoming a character and kind of, like, selling herself short, she thought. And she wrote, like, um, Lana Del Rey wrote a, like, a diss track about Lady Gaga. <laughs> so there's that. Was that on her first album? There's a lot of unreleased. Okay. There's tons of unreleased songs. Because if you're going through Spotify, this looks like her first album, but it's not. No. Uh, everybody knows it was, there was Lana Del Rey. Before this, there was a. Uh, yeah, she, she's. 
But um, but this was her first Lana Del Rey album. I was saying this is probably the first good one. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm terrible. I I'm afraid uh, to listen to more Lana Del Rey because I feel like if this is as good as it was listening to this, I don't know how it's how you top this. It'll pull you right in the next album. Yeah. Um, you'll get into a deep depression. You it will it will drive you to the depths of depression. Oh, I'm already but there. But then the album after that, you're kind of coming back, but you're still pretty depressed. Then the album after that, happy. Album after that, you're sad again. <laughs> she knows how to keep us uh, balanced. She keeps you on your toes. Balance. So, um, yeah, this is good shit. Uh, Lana Del Rey. Alrighty, now. Um, do you have any like Lana Del Rey songs that you hate more than anything that aren't on this album? Like in general, like period. Yeah, just like uh, you know, Lana Del Rey, she's awesome, but that song. Um I like the song Lolita, but it's also a little problematic. Yeah, there's some there's some stuff there with that. I, I get um, that. There's also the song that's directly about Harvey Weinstein, like quite literally, like the chorus that's like Harvey's in the sky with diamonds and he's making me crazy. Like where it's literally about having sex with Harvey Weinstein. That song I think was a little Yeah, that's not a visual anybody wants. Um and that was before all of that went down. She been new and she wrote a song about it. Man, I, I still feel for that Harvey Firestein guy, though. The gay one that, like, is not a predator. You know what I'm talking about? I do, sure. He's like, I, I love women, right. but not like that. You know, that's what he said one time. And I, I feel for that guy, because that would be terrible to have to be compared to somebody who has a similar name to you, but is not. And I feel like I've said that on the podcast before. People have heard that bit. But how you know it's the podcast? You listen to one episode, you don't... People don't listen to every episode. I wonder if anybody's ever listened to every episode of the regular show. If you have, uh, contact me and uh, I'll give like you a high I've, five. I've been through them. I might not listen to the whole thing, but I feel like I've been, I've been through them, listening to them. Well, thank you. Even oh, the I, ones with you on. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, I don't judge. I'm just... One other song that I don't really like, but I don't really like blame her for it. But like, like, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, honestly. But um, her cover of Blue Velvet, I just don't really care for it. She wore Blue Velvet. Um, I don't love that song, so... You're talking about the Bobby Vinton? Yeah, she she does a cover of that on the Paradise Edition of Porn Today. I like that song. It's super Wow, wow. I guess, like, I don't know, it's just not my favorite. It's a, well, the Bobby Vinton, I don't know so. the Lana Del Rey version. Yeah. No, that's a classic. That's like when you watch the old infomercials at like 2 a.m. Yes. And they're like, oh, it's the 60s and the 50s, and your grandparents used to fuck to this music. Oof. I don't know. <laughs> that's not a visual anybody wants, but you're yeah, welcome. Yeah, seeing a visual, but you don't want um, Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you gotta, you got to have some controversy. This is what makes us girls. This is the name of the song. <laughs> what does that have to do with controversy? I don't know. We like to have fun at the Great Blue Show. So, Shelly, you know how the format goes. Hell yeah. You'll start with your number 12. I'll start with my number 12, and then we go back and forth and bounce until we find our uh, number I, one I happy spot. I feel like we'll have some things in common. I feel like there's going to be some middle, yeah. middle of the road songs. I do wonder how many matches we're going to get, and if I we get we'll more get than f- three, I'm going to be like, I'm going to say five. I'm say you think five. five matches? All right. Yep. Very good. Um... 
So anytime you want, we're off to the races. All right. Well, I mean, if Greg wants to start. Uh, <laughs> all right, so I'll go first. Um, my last place song is Million Dollar Man. No, no, no. Oh, Shelly, is that what? high up on yours? Oh, my God, that's like, well, I'm not going to spoil anything. But, so tell me why you don't <laughs> like the Million Dollar Man. <laughs> um, I just find Million Dollar Man to be... Um, I, like, I don't hate any of these songs. I like them all. It's a no-skip album. Um, I love, like, the slow, jazzy kind of, um, you know, mood to it. But I feel as though um, it's kind of doesn't have as much substance to it as some of the other songs. Like, there's not too much behind it other than, like, kind of the continuation of the aesthetic. Right. Um, I mean, it's like, like, you know, it's just, it's, you're dating a rich guy, but you still don't really like him that much, but, um, Especially when you dig deep beneath the surface and find out he's running a illegal electronic scheme. That's what, apparently what the song's about. <laughs> or the, the story behind the song. Yeah. yeah, so like, I don't know, it's, it's okay, like, it's, it's alright, like, I like it, it's a no-skip album, but... But that's your like last favorite song off the album? Wow. Yeah, I just don't feel like it's as catchy as some of the others. That's definitely the one I think we're gonna be the furthest apart on. Okay, alright. Would you like to go next with your least favorite? Well, you know, I think everybody uh, listening who is the Lana Del Rey expert uh, heard me mention Off to the Races. Uh, and that is my least favorite song off of this album. So let me get let me get started. Yeah, I'd love to hear about this. Um, I'd absolutely love to hear about this. Like, the first minute and what, 80 seconds is okay. My you know, old man, man is a, a bad man, man, but I can't deny the way he holds my hand. And he um, grabs me. It's, it's, me it's good. It's, the, it's, it's a catchy, jazzy start, and then we get some, like, trip-hop, and then, yeah. and then it goes into, like, her... Like I like and I'm off to the races. Like that's about it. Then then it gets me going and I just I don't know. It's it sounds weird. Now, of course, you know, you can't really just pigeonhole Lana Del Rey into one spot. Like she's she's a multi talented person, but as far as the genres or the sounds that she puts out in her music, this is my least favorite, I'd say. But it is about the chaoticness of a relationship and the excitement of, like, like you're in this relationship and you're going places, you're doing things, and it's, like, chaotic. And the song itself is chaotic. Like, the way that it starts out kind of, like, with that jazzy number and then it gets into the hip-hop, like, rap versions and then getting into her, like, Lolita voice. Um, her favorite book is Lolita and... She bases a lot of things off of that, which is also problematic. It's kind of so. gross, yeah. Yeah. Um, kind but of. Anyway. That's, yeah. I, you know, like, I, I'll tell you, I appreciate the word. Like, she has a really good way with words. He got a soul as sweet as blood red jam. He shows me, he knows me every inch of my tar black soul. Like, that's fun. You know, um, imagery, you know, and stuff yeah. like that. She references um, lyrics from the novel Lolita in that song. Okay, I never read the book, so I, I only know what I know uh, from like what everybody says. It's that book by Nabokov, like in that uh, police song. Yeah, 
but yeah. uh, I don't know what that is. I'm okay. Yeah, I, I feel like that's not one I need to know, but uh, you know, it's it's problematic, and we'll just leave it at that. If you All guys right. are more interested, go to the library. So you don't like off to the races, races. That's fair. It's okay. It's it's not like I don't hate any of these songs. I don't hate that song. I just, as far as replayability goes, that's the one I'm probably gonna replay the least. That's fair enough. My next one at eleven is Carmen. Oh my god! So I already Carmen and Million Dollar Man are very similar songs in that in that aesthetic. So yeah. I know what you're. T- I know what Shelly's going for. That's um, funny. I think you do know. I, I feel like I know where your list is headed and where my list is. Like I think that I know exactly where we are, and yeah. I take back my five. But maybe in the middle. Um, but we'll get there. So, Carmen. Um, I saw a really cool version of this somewhat recently on my Instagram, where she was like performing live, like back when this like first, actually before this album came out, when it was like one of her. One of her songs, you know, one of those songs, but she was singing it um, live, and it was really good. And um, but I, I like that it kind of has some substance to it, where it's like, I mean, they all have substance, but like, it, I mean, it has like a bit of a, like a story. It's kind of a folkish song because of like she's telling the story about this woman who was like kind of hoeing it up in Coney Island. She loves talking about Coney Island. That's two Coney Island the songs Coney in a row. Coney Island, but. Lana Del Rey was born and raised in Lake Placid, I know New that. York. I, my, pam, my family went there one time, and I think somebody got really sick in the car. Like, and there was she a grew pizza up an hut. hour away from here. Like, that's crazy. That's pretty cool. She probably knows you. I, you know, Lana, if you're listening to this, Shelly uh, knows you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I stalk you. Shelly loves you. I'm, like, obsessed with you. Shelly loves Lana Del Rey here at the Great Show. Really Friend of the show. Okay. Well, we'll just isolate that sound bite and just play it over and over again for the courts to hear. But yeah, Carmen kind of has that same... Um, I like it, but it's just like not something that I would put on repeat. But I, Fair. It's, it's good, though. That's okay. I feel like she sounds a little bit like Lady Gaga when I hear this song. Not like... I don't know. I get a Lady Gaga vibe when I hear this one. Interesting. Like when Lady Gaga well, is trying to, she's yeah, both doing you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I could kind of see that, but like Lady Gaga maybe. could have made that song, maybe. Hmm. Interesting. What's your eleven? So, my number eleven is this is what makes us girls. Um, okay, okay. You know that one, right? <laughs> I know you know all of them. So this one I listened to it, and this one I I thought sounded a lot like a Taylor Swift type of song. See, I often think that Taylor Swift sounds like Lana Del Rey. Right? It's interesting. Yeah. As far as, like, songs go, this was the one where I was listening to it, and every time I heard it, I was like, I'm like, that really reminds me of a uh, a Taylor Swift-style song. And, like, not that anybody's copying anybody, but, you know, it's, it's reminiscent. It's reminiscent. Um, I think it's also because of the like narrative piece of it that it's like, um, like a it's telling a story, but it's telling a real story. Um, it's like based on um, her experience, like growing up, like when she grew up in Lake Placid, New York. Um, but she would, um, she went to rehab when she was like sixteen. 
Yeah, a lot of drinking as a child. She was a child alcoholic and had to go to rehab. But like that one line in it that's like um, stealing police cars in the parking lot or whatever it is. I already forgot how exactly that goes. But um, that, I guess, was a real thing. With the senior thing. boys. With the senior boys, yes. I guess like that was a real thing. Like her friend went to try to steal a police car. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't successful. But like that's, it's like telling her. And, and like this song has come under heat because everybody's like, it's not a feminist song. And Lana is like, I'm just telling a story. This is like my feelings about my childhood. Her perspective. And, like, and, right. and it's like, this is this is what makes, like her friends, like that's what made who they were as girls. Like that's who they were. People like to take things and run with it. that song is about, like. Right. It, 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 because she wrote it, it doesn't like, have to like, mean everything. And like the lyrics and stuff that like, you know, um. We all look for heaven. We put love first. Yeah, something that we, we die for. for like yeah, we put love first over everything. We die for it. Like we die for love. Like the really dramatic stuff. Like it's just. That's her experience. Her That's perspective as a teenager and like what her and her her girlfriends were like how they were feeling at the time. So that's what it like. That's what the song's about. Absolutely. Yeah. Now you know it's a, like I said, it's an okay song. I don't. Uh, I don't hate it, but I feel like the songs that I have lower on the list, either I'm like, eh, I, I'm not annoyed by them, but I'm not, in, I don't enjoy it as much as I do the other ten songs. Mm -hmm. uh, but I also, they're, I don't want to say forgettable for me, but like, eh, you know, I could take them or leave them. Right. So that gets us to number ten. All right, so uh, my next one is, is Off to the Races, which we've discussed, but um, that one is, I like that song a lot. It's just one that I just like others better. Um, but, you know, I, I already kind of said my piece. Um, I was a huge fan of it when I first heard the album, fun fact. Um, you and me both. But <laughs> but I, I, I grew to really like it, actually. So That's fair. Um, yeah, and yeah, I feel like I've kind of some piece about that song. Yeah, these now we're getting into the songs for me. That's all you gotta say about we're off to the, the races. Songs. So these are the songs where like they're all they're all pretty catchy songs. Um, you know, any one of these uh, are are good songs. I wouldn't I wouldn't tell somebody eh, don't listen to that one, <laughs> but. Um, my number 10 is Diamond Dew, or as uh, it's pronounced on the album, Diet Mountain Dew. <laughs> Diet Mountain Dew. Sounds like she's saying Diamond Dew. But never was ever so pretty. Loch Ness Monster wants his damn tree fitty. That's a South Park joke. But uh, yeah. You're no good for me. You're no good for me. I, I like the edge, but I want See, to. See, I didn't want think that you'd to. like that intro. I thought that yeah. that'd be your least favorite song because it's kind of really? a weird intro. It's fun. No, I. I it, it is really fun. I just like. said, like, two songs ago, I was like, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that trip hop, you know, <laughs> hip hop sound. But, like, this song makes it work. This is the song where I didn't like Off to the Races, but I did like this one. Um. The, the backing track reminds me a little bit of uh, Empire State of Mind, the Jay-Z, Alicia Keys song. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I heard this and I was like, man, this could have been a Jay-Z song. Um, now it really sounds like I'm just calling Lana Del Rey like a copycat, but I swear to God, like, 
you know, it's good music. She's she's making good Very music. Original. I know. I but you know what I'm saying. Like it, it it's reminiscent of those sounds. Um like Kanye could have had something to do with this. I don't know. I don't know about that. But uh it's it's good stuff. It sounds great. Um I like the way she says Diet Mountain Dew, baby New York City. Diamond Dew. Yeah, Diamond Dew. Like, I don't know. Let's take Jesus off the dashboard. Got enough on his mind. Do Got you think, enough on his mind. <laughs> do you think that she's referencing Jesus Take the Wheel? Uh, or do you think that, like, what does Jesus well, have to do? She's saying take him off the dashboard, so she's like, Jesus, get the fuck off the wheel. Because, like, I, that's got to be a Carrie Underwood reference. Like... What other songs? I actually don't know what that's a reference to. Yeah, I wonder. Uh, oh. Let's take Jesus off the dashboard and got I, enough on his mind. I guess people have I, Jesus like bobbleheads and stuff on their cars oh, to remind them God like, is watching them. Oh yeah, no, she doesn't want God to watch her because she's doing like obscene things. And, that's like, I love her for funny. Doing that. Like that's great. That's so funny. I never even thought of it from that. I just thought she was like oh, referencing Carrie Underwood. Eggs in the car, and she's like, Jesus is gonna be yeah, watching. That's you know, I think that's quite literally it. What are cars for if not for having driving. sex in the car? Oh, driving too, I guess. But, you know. I think everybody knows what people really use cars for. Uh, smoking weed. Sex. Uh, in the parking lot. Sex in the car. Oh, yeah. Car sex. Anyway, Lana Del Rey gets it right. She knows what she's talking about. This one, you know, I'm Die Baby Do, uh, New York City. Like... Jay-Z loves New York City. Lana Del Rey loves New York City. This is a whole Jay-Z conspiracy theory podcast. <laughs> I'm like Charlie from It's Always Sunny pointing to the board. Yes. Like, Jay-Z is here and here and you can see the influence here. But that's but that's what I liked. And like I I was really impressed with this track. Um you know, seven eleven, Pontiac Heaven. That's a great like I don't know. I just I do like her wordsmithing. Like she's a good wordsmith. And uh, she paints a really fun picture. Like, you know, you could talk about the aesthetic, and everybody's got the aesthetic. I, I like the sounds. Um, so, like, what I was... I'm contradicting myself, because I know I was shitting on number 12, and 10 is similar to 12 for me, I guess. These are probably the two similar songs mm. in, that, in that sound. Yeah. But, but I do really like Diet Mountain Dew. Or as uh, she said, Diamond Dew. Women in New York City, never love a girl so pretty. Yeah, they're gonna be in But it's like very repetitive and it's very like young love-ish. But like you can tell, she already knows he's no good for her, but she's gonna go for it anyway and at least just have fun. But she already knows he's bad. Just like in Titanic. Rose, what are you doing with that man? That scoundrel. I'm going to shoot at you both while you try to run off the sinking ship. And instead of trying to get off the sinking ship, I'm going to risk my life trying to harass you. I mean, him. that man is a hero. He saved a child, you know. He, he did. Child. He, he First, he kidnapped the child and separated the child from his family. Just to be like, I have a child. Oh, God. We ought to talk about, like, I'll tell you, the Titanic movie is one of the greatest movies of all time. And you can quote me on that quote. But, uh... Ah, oh, man, you see that meme? I showed you that meme, right, where it's like, hey, guys, uh, let me tell you a, th- a three-hour story about how I fucked a guy on a boat. 
84 years ago. Did I show you that meme? No. I swear I sent that to you guys. Yeah, right here. Absolutely no one. Old lady from Titanic. Oh, yeah, 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 listen yeah, yeah, up, yeah, yeah. Listen up about this poor guy I fucked on a cruise. Great meme. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that was my number 10. Diet Mountain Dew. Number nine? So my number nine is blue jeans. Really? Yeah. Um, I like this song, but um, but it's, uh, I mean, I like all these songs, so I was like, I feel, I don't feel too bad putting it as like one of my 10 favorite songs of all time. You know, like it's, love this album. Um, but uh, it doesn't really just do it for me like other ones. Uh, what did do it for me with this song was the SNL. Um, I, I <laughs> do genuinely think that that's one of the funniest videos. Um, and like I'll defend her for it, but like it's very funny and every time I hear it, like I hear it in that like voice that where she was like, blue jeans, what shirt. You made my eyes burn. You were like James Dean. Like it was all over the place. Very reminiscent of Meat Meatloaf Live. Yeah, go watch um, Meatloaf Live. Go watch Lana Del Rey and SNL singing Blue Jeans. It's, <laughs> there's just oh god. Um, and, and she wasn't even wearing blue jeans. And her response to that was like really interesting because she was like, "Yeah, I know. I I like I fucked up. Like let's move along." Like. She doesn't really care that much. Which, like, I have a conspiracy theory that it was, like, all a publicity stunt. Like, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. Like, she knew that it was going to be, like, a bad performance. But then other people said, like, her sound was, like, messed up. And somebody else, like, I don't know. There was just, she was, like, really anxious because it was, like, her first time performing, like, in a larger scale. Like, And people will be very quick to jump to, like, defend anybody from anything. Not not against her, I'm just saying, like, people are very people, quick to, there, like, there is another conspiracy theory that, like, she doesn't sing live at all and somebody else is singing for her, but that's not true. Yeah, I was going to say, that's no. Crazy. If you watch that video, no. No, if you know, you know. Um, also, I, because, so, um, the conspiracy theory, too, like, it really goes along with, like, she loves Marilyn Monroe, and, like, it's very much like the... Happy birthday, Mr. President. Like, it's very much, like, in the style of, like, Marilyn Monroe. Like, she looked like her. She was wearing a red dress. Or, red dress. <laughs> red dress. Lisa, you look so beautiful <laughs> on your red dress. Oh, a white dress, and she kind of had her hair all curled and stuff. So, she looked very Marilyn Monroe-y. So, I kind of feel like that could be what she was going for. That's my thesis. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Blue jeans. We'll we'll come back to that one, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> What's your? I know. I was like, we're gonna get like five that are the same. Absolutely not. I don't yeah, think we'll get that's any. That's funny though. I don't think we'll get it. I now I feel like I'm defending these songs. <laughs> I know. I'm like, come on, Shelly. Have you heard <laughs> this song before? You know the Lana Del Rey fan. Oh God. Okay, so you're nine. Number nine. Uh, my Number favorite nine. song named after a uh, music playback device radio. That's. Jeremy's favorite song. Really? That is his favorite. He's a radio stand. Jeremy. It's his favorite Lana Del Rey song, I think, like oh. at all. Period. It's a good song. So he's gonna fight you. Then my life is sweet like cinnamon, like a fucking dream I'm living in. Her take me up and or take me like a vitamin. Vitamin. Who the fuck? That's Hell the yeah. one concern no, I have I for this it. song. It's like when people call say Cupid. Oh. No, but vitamin is very, like, British. Like, you take your vitamins. Hello. 
Hello, I'm going to take your vitamins. I want my vitamin. I need my uh, vitamin. Or it's like Australian too. You better yeah. make your vitamins. Sound. I know, this is a knife. Vitamins. <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck are they talking vitamins about? Vitamins was like very much like the old way of pronouncing vitamins. Like it's an old, old English kind of way. It's funny because I feel like Lana Del Rey, I listen to her and I feel like she's like living somewhere between the 1920s and the 1950s. <laughs> Yeah, and she does go through different eras, like, with her music. Um, I think that Born to Die is very, like, 60s. Yeah. Like, I'll tell you, whoever, like, did the production and, like, the, the music on this, uh, they did a great job. Like, the sounds are really mm-hmm. clear. Yeah. Like, I don't know, I just... Some songs, you listen to them and you're like, eh, you know, you, you can't really pick up on what, what you're hearing. Where everything is very crystal clear with with a lot of Del Rey music, and uh, like I liked how be. everything was very very specific, and you you could kind of pick out each and every song, yeah. and, and they didn't really sound the same on this album. They there were similar songs. They were mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, you group them together. But I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, that one is. I confused those two. I didn't confuse any two songs on the album. But. Uh, yeah. You know, it was it was a fun one. I, I liked the uh, chorus a lot in that one. The vitamin. Pretty good. That was Pretty funny. Good. So that brings us to number uh, eight. Number eight. I have. This is what makes us girls. Okay. As my eight. Um, I really like this song. So I'm, like I feel like this is like a, a song that I I like. I'm sometimes just like in the mood to hear that like it definitely fits on the album, but I feel like it can stand out from the album in some ways. Like it just kind of has a little bit of a different feel at times um i i really like this song a lot i like the the narrative i like that it's so personal for her like it's it's very personal like you including like things that shenanigans her and her friends actually got into um shenanigans and like i i just there's something like very sentimental about it um just as her experience as like a teenage girl and like this is what made us us girls She's not speaking for everybody. She's just saying me. And these were like some bad. And like she's also like not like, like, you know. She's like these are these are bad things. Like we don't look to heaven and we put love first. Uh, you know those those guys that we die for. You know it's it's a curse. Like, um, like th- this is a terrible. It's like really talking about how this was a terrible way of thinking. Right. Yeah, it's not like a glorification of, hey, no. we're fucking undefeatable. And people get really confused with, like, the glorification. Like, she's not glorifying these things. She's making beautiful, hauntingly beautiful songs about a very bad thing, but she makes no mistaking that this is a terrible thing. So, this one is kind of just, like, melancholy. Like, these are her experiences, and, like, some were, there was fun times, and... Yeah, she made some bad choices. Her outlook was kind of strange, but um, it's not really like a super sad song. Right. No, it's yeah. It, it could be used like in a movie or and something. She says, "Don't cry about it." Hell yeah. Right, what's Don't yours? cry for me, Argentina. That's um, another great song. So my number was at eight. Eight is Dark seven. Paradise. Wow. Yeah, this is a sad one. It is a sad one. Um, I'll tell you, I I like it though. I I like when she gets sad, like deep. Um, I I like to think that you know, you, 
Lana Del Rey paved the way for like a Billie Eilish type sound. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, um, Billie actually looks up to Lana Del Rey. She is one of her influences. Hey, that, that checks out. <laughs> From what I've heard, I'll, I'll take it. I really don't like Bad Guy. It's funny. I feel like I've said that before. But, yeah, uh, I, I like it. But like, I like, I like where uh, Billie Eilish sings. I like her voice. and I just feel like Bad Guy is very focused on the, the sound and the music of it all. and like, uh, just, It sounds too goofy for me. It's too goofy of a song. It's a little, it's a little goofy. But uh, gotcha. when she's serious, like she has like good music. But anyways, that's you know that's neither here nor there. But yeah, you know every time I close my eyes, it's like a dog paradise. It's good shit. Um, so what number are we on? This is, is this me. This is eight. Yeah, seven. This is seven. I was going to say, we just did eight, and that's what makes us girls. Um, so my seven, well, I'm just making sure I'm not skipping anything because I did not number my list. Yeah, so seven. My seven is Diamond Mountain Dew. Baby, New York, New York City. City. Never was there ever a <laughs> girl so pretty. Do you think we in love forever? Um, and it's just a, it's a, just a fun song. Let's take Jesus off the dashboard. Got enough on his mind. Um, you know, it's just like, uh, you know, do you think we're going to be in love for a long time? Do you think we're going to like it? Like, she knows that the relationship is unsteady, but she's going to have fun. And just like Die Mountain Dew, that shit is not good for you. Like, that's where it comes in. She knows that shit isn't good for her. But, like, it tastes good. It tastes good. It's, it's, it looks nice. You like Die Mountain Dew? Uh, I don't like Die Mountain Dew. Yeah, I can't drink regular Mountain Dew. I'll drink the blue one. I'll drink the red one. I can't do regular plain Mountain Dew. But, like, you know, she thinks, you know, she's she's already, like, do you think we'll be in love forever? Like, she already knows the answer to that. It's already a no. It's kind of a sad song, you know? Like, um, it's it's just, she knows, she's, you know, like, like Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Mountain Dew is no good for her. Neither is this man. But she still wants to drink it. Yeah, all good for me. Hell yeah. Alright, what was your lucky seven? This is, I think this is the one you're going to be upset with. Oh no, Greg. Number seven, we're almost halfway there pretty much. This is the titular yeah. song off the album, Wow. Born to Die. Wow. That's now right. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. I, I like... Explore your placements. I like the music. The music is okay. really good sounding. I love the, um, I know, I know, but that's good because that means I like the other ones more. Like, uh, that, I mean, it's, I'm glad that you like any of them in the first place, so yeah. I'll take it. I will take it. Like, it's just, uh, I don't know. They, the remix was okay too, but you know, it's funny when I told you, I was like, oh, yeah, I kind of like that remix a little bit more. I changed my mind. I listened to it a few more times. Thank you. Thank but, you. That's uh, the correct. There's like an actual correct answer. Uh, Remix know. does not is not better. I'm sorry. There's a correct answer with that. But this is this is a classic Lana sound. I'll say that this is probably mm -hmm. what people know her as. Uh, but I just uh, I like feet don't fail me now. Take me to the finish line. I thought that was a great line. And I also didn't. Oh my heart, it breaks. 
I didn't okay. know she was saying feet at first. I was like, is she saying feet? Don't fail me now. Take me to the finish line. But I, I was like, maybe she's saying Pete. Maybe she's saying beat. I don't know. It's feet. But it's I, I was like, oh, no, she's definitely saying feet. But uh, hell yeah. I feel so alone on a Friday night. Can you make it feel like home if I tell you you're mine? Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great line. Because I'll tell you, there have been many a Friday night. Not like tonight, because it's Friday right now. And this episode is actually coming out in like 20 minutes or like whenever we are done recording. Oh, yeah, it's, it's coming right out. But uh, I don't know, you know, it's just it's like you feel that. You feel you feel those lonely vibes. She She's good lonely music. Alone music, I guess, you know? Um, like we were saying earlier, off mic, but I'll say it again, on mic, uh, bath music. I feel like this is music that you can you can soak in the tub and light a candle and put on some Lana Del Rey. Maybe skip Not off like, to the races, but don't put on like an ultra violence album. That's depressing as shit. I mean, they're all kind of like sad girl music, but like you know, some are a little more sadder. Yeah, more sadder. Yeah, more Saturday. No, I'm kidding. More summertime sad. I got that summertime, summertime sadness. Oh, 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 oh. Which neither of us has had yet. That's right. Um, but yeah, you know, Born to Die, it's obviously where uh, the name comes from. Wasn't that the name of the, uh, the friggin' Notorious Big album, too? I don't know. Don't know. Are you looking for the album? Yeah, maybe it was something else. It's something about dying. Yeah. Huh. Not sure. Ready to die. I think it was ready to die. That's right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, hell yeah. Um, so let's see. We're on six now. Mm-hmm. I think we're on six. So six for me is radio. We're just kind of missing each other by a couple songs. Like an inch. Which is we're interesting. Up an inch. Too. So, um, my next one is Radio, um, that is Jeremy's favorite song, Jeremy being my fiance. Hey, the last time I was here, I was not fianced. Congratulations, everybody. The, the word is out. <laughs> everybody, congratulations yeah, to everybody. Woo, my gift to you is that I'm financed. Like, I, I couldn't say it on the radio without your consent, so. But yeah, I don't think I've been on since. Some big changes there. But yeah, oh, so yeah. it's his favorite song i i also really like the the song um my mom is sweet like cinnamon because like it's you know it's her her life is is amazing she got a record deal she is literally playing on the radio and um you know her now all of a sudden these people that didn't like her or were being rude asses are like sucking up to her kissing her ass um because now she's on the radio and guys want her back because now she's on the radio and now now she's like like she had to do that in order to get these these people's attention she's like fuck that shit oh um, i'll pause my video game for you lana <laughs> like she wrote that song because her boyfriend was fucking being a bump like ignoring her playing video game i'm sorry but if if my girlfriend was lana del rey i yeah yeah we don't need to go into detail but yeah you get the idea you get the picture Alright, what was your sixth? Boys. Boys are stupid. Oh. Um, Carmen. Carmen, wow, okay. Carmen. I really thought that that was going to be lower for you. No. 
I'll tell you, I uh, I like this one. Obviously, it's about alcohol. Carmen is a uh, euphemism for alcohol, I think. Um, um, I think it's I think it's literally a um, story about um, a girl like on Coney Island. Yeah, back to the Coney Island queen. Who was um, like prostituting herself, like being a sex worker. Yeah, I've never been to Coney Island specifically, so I, I wouldn't be familiar with the prostitution. I'm, you can be a prostitute, not legally, but some places legally, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Las I Vegas. I, guess. I like the French part; that was fun. But uh, you know, it's one of those songs like you know the guitar there, the bum bum bum, like. I feel like, and I, I'm not saying this because Billie Eilish just had the James Bond theme, uh, this last movie, but like Lana Del Rey has songs that I'm like, that could be a James Bond uh, yeah. song, you know, she could. She's written songs for some, some great shit, though. I know, she did um, one for The Great Gatsby. The Great Gatsby, we all know, Young and Beautiful. It's a great song. But yeah, like, I, I could see her... Uh, take a shot at, at the James Bond franchise and uh Andrew Lloyd Webber had her do one there's like a an Andrew Lloyd Webber Broadway hits sung by like I don't know random people but she she sang a song from Evita and absolutely killed it like don't it was cry really for me, good no, no but <laughs> that's the only song I know from Evita I know it's called You Must Love Me and it's specific, it was specifically made done. for the movie but um, it's a really, really, really gorgeous version of that. So, yeah, she's. I think, yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Hell, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Shout out to what's his name, the richest man in the world, Jeff Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeff Bezos, Bezos, if you're listening, I will gladly C-A-R-R take some money off your hands if you want to give me some. I think Shelly would too. Uh, I will never say no to money, unless it's a bribe. But I don't really know what you could no, bribe because I'm not a public official. No. I don't think there's anything I'd say no to regarding money. So until I become a public official, uh, I will take money, uh, as long as it's not uh, in a legal fashion. I will take money. Fair enough. Donations, we'll call them gifts. Smile on your taxes, gifts. That's right. Um, my next song. Five, oh, no, yes. five, five, <laughs> five, <Yes. laughs> no, five, yes, is Dark Paradise. Ooh, very close. No one compares to you. I'm scared that you won't be waiting on the other side. Um, this supposedly is about like an ex that she had that died, um, and who she was like really in love with. Um, nobody like knows his name, and it's like they called, they just like put it as K. In the Lanaverse. Um, but but the concept is, like, you know, somebody that you loved or cared for, like, even if it was just a momentary thing, like, they 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 die, like, it's, like, this whole, like, I'm going with them, I, all my friends told me I should move on, but I can't, and I'm so in love with them, and um, it's, it's very toxic, it's not good, like, she should not be this obsessed with your soul, your soul is haunting me and telling me that everything is fine, but I wish I was dead. Like, she wishes she was dead, too, so that she could be with this man that she probably only loved for, like, you know, a hot minute. Yeah. This Romeo and Juliet kind of love. Right. But it is a really dark song, hence Dark Paradise, but... 
pretty dark song. She dreamed of paradise. She'd rather be dead with her lover, which is going to be a recurring theme with another song. Yeah, I just, I don't like that stuff. <laughs> that, that sounds bad. Folks, if you need somebody to talk to, uh, there's plenty of people out there uh, who, who will listen. And, uh, you know, it's never too late, so don't, don't give up. And, uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like that, oddly, like, for anybody who is listening to the Lana Del Rey podcast probably does need to hear that. Yeah, I, I yes, hope that, so. that is the demographic that this message should be going out to. Or even to the Gregular Show podcast, because I feel like I annoy the shit out of people with not counting. But, yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's serious Me subject. Me being that demographic as well, I no. get it, so... You know, it's fine. Yeah, no, there's people. People care about you, no matter no matter what. So, yeah, it's a tough world out there, but uh, we'll get through it together. And, you know, you're, you're not alone. Uh, so that brings us to number five. Yeah. Yeah, um, you're on five. What's that song from Saturday Night Live that you like so much? <laughs> Make my eyes burn. burn. You're like James. No police, stay here. <laughs> That's a pretty good impression if you go listen to it. I would love you to the end of time. I would Probably wait a million, million years. Promise you'll remember what you meant. I like this one. Um, like, just freaking that. I would love you to the end of time. Like, that's a great hook. And uh, and it's a cool sounding song. I mean, maybe not the SNL performance. Um, James Dean, you look like James Dean, Greg. <laughs> I yes. So one thing that Tommy Wiseau and Lana Del Rey have in common, they love James Dean. Yeah, they. Both of them. I wonder if she knows about Tommy Wiseau. Probably. But. Uh, I bet on it. Yeah, blue jeans. You know, I'm wearing blue jeans right now. So like, you know, she knows. Lana Del Rey knows. She knows, she knows. But, uh, I just, yeah, the great, great music for that one. Um, but blue jeans, what can I say that hasn't already been said? Okay. That brings us to number four. Oh, no, so we have we have three of our top four Greg songs that didn't be the same, Shelly. Yeah, we do have some, but I don't know what order they're, order they're in. I'm going to just like having one that's the same, honestly. Yeah. It's Maybe number four. number four won't be the same. Number four, I have a national anthem. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. So Fuck let's yes. get this. So we let's can both it. discuss. This is great. Okay. I I did feel like this belonged here. So first of all, the anthem of the United States of America should be changed formally to national anthem by Lana Del Rey. Like she wrote it for them. Just pop it up there, you know, replace it. We gotta have new music from time to time, and this is a great time to change, so, um, first of all. Uh, second of all, the music video for this is everything. ASAP Rocky is in it. He's the president. He is John F. Kennedy. Hottest president alive. Or, he's not alive. Hottest president that had ever been alive at one point. Um... He was and a handsome man. You have her being Marilyn Monroe at the beginning, and then you have her as Jackie Kennedy, and she's iconic. Um, and it's the catchiest song, especially like the sugar, sugar, how now? Take my body downtown. Like, it just like goes so good, and there's like this like 
chimes and stuff that just like hit right every 4th of July it is a tradition that I take a picture and I say Tommy I'm your national anthem it's like demanding the attention like you want somebody to love you so much that you that they are your national anthem is that like a chorus or something like is that just her doing like a voice effect that's her singing that it sounds like multiple people maybe i don't know um i mean it's like you know maybe maybe they just uh but then it gets into the um the Excessive buying, overdose and dying on drugs and our love and our dreams and our rage. Blurring Blind the and dying between real and the fake, dark yeah. and lonely. So it's like this great, like you want them to be your everything, but also it's like, oh shit, this is like a really bad relationship also. King of Chevron, Queen of Saigon. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'll tell you, this one was, I really liked it, like. You know, it's it's those courses I feel like hook me pretty. That's it's the courses that are hooking me, but like, just I don't know. I love the sound of it. Um, this was one that when I was I was listening to it for the first time, I really picked up on this one quick. Yeah, I mean, it like, starts off with the money is the anthem of success. So before we go out, what's your address? I'm your national anthem. Like it starts yeah. off with this like quote right. that I'm like hell yeah. Um, my favorite part of the song is, um, that I, is my favorite part of saying is, he said to be cool, but I'm already coolest. He said to get real. Don't you know who you're dealing with? It's so, um, do you think you'll buy me lots of diamonds? <laughs> diamonds. And, um, I just think that that is, that is some kind of catchy shit right there. And um, Greg Boya Booya is in yeah. the lyrics, so you got a shout out in it. Oh yeah. Uh, so that's. that's <laughs> she knew. She knew what she was writing. <laughs> she was like, I gotta get Greg to like my songs. That's right. Hollywood Booya is his name on on Twitter. Let's it's say. a Greg show now. I changed it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. I think I, had two. I thought Hollywood Booya was too pretentious. That was Oh no, Hollywood Booya is still on my uh, call sign. I guess Greg Show is just my profile name, not Mr. Greggy Pants anymore. Oh, damn. Yeah. I don't know. Don't, don't mind me. But follow me on Twitter. I'll, I'll post the link. Follow Shelly on Twitter at, uh, what's, what's your Twitter name? Uh, at Shell Fairbanks. And what's your, um, My Hollywood? username is Llama Del Rey. Llama. That's right. I like, don't know why I did that, but. Um, what's the name of, uh, Napoleon Dynamite's Llama? Tina. Tina. Dude, Lord, come get some dinner. Which, that's one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, Titanic, Napoleon Dynamite, and The Room are my three favorite number one movies of all time. That's a big vibe, yeah. Those are great movies. I, you, Shelly has a good taste in movies. She has a good taste in music. Hell so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yes. Hell yes. <laughs> With his fucking cowboy hat. <laughs> Alright, so... Are we on to number three? Yeah. Now, this is the one that... There's uh, two that we both haven't said, mm-hmm. and then there's one that you haven't said and one that I haven't said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow, and I'm already shocked because of the one that you haven't so, said yet. So it's dangerous, but what's your number three? My number three is video games. Okay. That's not my number three. I was like, I, I think I know what your number three is now, um, but 
video games is is my number three. I love this fucking song. And play a video game. It has like I've actually cried because of this song. Like it's made me cry. Like it's a powerful song. Like it's I feel like it like this song just like hits like the, some of the other songs just don't feel like personal like Million Dollar Man or Off to the Races, Diamond Mountain Dew even like. You know, it's a lot about, like, going off with these, like, rich men who do a lot of things for you. And I feel like this one comes down to, like, a very more realistic biographical approach. And, like, that's why some of her more recent stuff, too, which I'm not going to get into the evolution of her music right now, too. But that, a lot of that takes, like, a real hit um, to the soul. And you when empathize it does, with her in this. In, and when it, when it does, you're like, oh, wow. And it's like you can tell, like, when she's being, like... Lana Del Rey versus when she's being Elizabeth and like I feel like this song is very like Elizabeth like this is really like a real experience that I think a lot of people can relate to of um, no matter what kind of you know relationship you're in like it's just having being so in love with somebody and then um, then that person that you're so in love with doesn't really love you back there's not an equal exchange of love there the reciprocity isn't there yeah they're just playing video games and not really paying attention to your music career and but his favorite happy. sundress getting undressed and, and you know they've had they've had some good times she'll get dressed up for him he'll get dressed up and enjoy her but then you know he'll go back and play his, his video games and um she's not his whole world and it, it just she's not their whole world and but it's it's you for you it's all for you everything i do um how much she thinks that this is heaven because of this person but she hasn't realized yet she is hasn't realized yet that he doesn't care for her the way that she cares for him and it's so fucking sad tell me about it man i i can't say it's video games for for me but uh i've i've been in that shoe for many times but uh yeah it's tough you know i i know i've i've heard a lot of women and uh I'm sure it's a sentiment a lot of people share, you know. I just, he plays his video games all the time, this and that. I play a shit ton of video games, so I, I heard this and I was like, yeah, man, she, I know what she's talking about. But nobody's ever given me the, uh, that. But it's still that, like the concept uh, of, like, they have something else they're enjoying and you're getting all dressed yeah. up in stuff and they're not giving, like... You throw yourself at the person and they, they they're gonna care half, less. They're half in the relationship, which is somehow sadder than not being in it at all. Exactly. Um, like she's giving all of her effort and it's it's quite sad she made her own music video for this song as well like the music video that's on there was just shot on like a camcorder like you know kind of regular and she put it all together herself and i think that that's brilliant also another thing about this song that i think that is uh kind of funny um awakening with sadness is that everybody thinks that this is a love song and i don't know where they ever got that from <laughs> well, like the chorus that's like it's you it's you it's all heaven is a place on earth with you and like there's big chimes and music but like there's this hint of like there's these sadness. like flats and sharps in there that make it into this like this like this like minor key that kind of like is like wait what it's like so happy but there's something with the music beneath it that's like brings it to like a weird key and you're like wait i'm confused and like the music is if you took out the it's you for you it's all all for you everything i do like if you take out those lyrics and just listen to the instrumentals it's a sad song you would never guess that there was happy music there it's only 
it's just the lyrics that people um, gravitate towards too, and they're like, oh yeah, it's a love song. It's very much not like it's it's a sad. It's a, a I mean, it's a song about love, but it's sad. It's it's a lonely place being with somebody where you adore everything about them and you worship the ground they walk on. It's it's dangerous, you know. Yeah, it's it's a dangerous uh, style, but it's very very sad. And they could just give two shits that you're there. And, uh, but that's what alcohol is for, right, everybody? No, I'm just kidding. Don't you know about you know, that. Don't be, uh, don't be stupid. Go to Cupid.com. I don't even know if that's a real fucking website anymore. I just remember those stupid jingles. Oh well, because so I have this person catfishing me, and uh, and if you're listening to this, I'm aware that you're catfishing me. But also, um, they said that they met me on OkCupid, and I don't know when they would have done. Damn, I remember back in the day when you were on OKCupid. That was years ago. It was like it was like seven year, eight, seven years ago. Yeah, I remember and school. I was, I was like, ah, there's show. For like two weeks. Like, yeah. It wasn't a thing. Plenty of fish and. Plenty of fish. Uh, not Tinder at the time. But, nope, Tinder wasn't like a thing. But yeah, I remember those too. Yeah. And then, uh, and it's not me, because you've, you know. I've shown you my phone while the guy was messaging me. Yeah, we all, we all know who it is. Oh, yeah. I don't. Well, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> now I we actually, sound crazy. I don't. But there's somebody catfishing me, and I will find you. Mm-hmm. I will outsmart you. We'll get to the bottom of this. I will get to the bottom of it. Might not even be a he, but I think that it is. Yeah, what if it's not a he? That no, I think it is. I think it is. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so what's your three? We'll, we'll come back to video games. What do you think my number three is? I think that your three is Million Dollar Man. <laughs> money, 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 money. That's the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase's theme song, the WWE. Um, yes, Million Dollar Man. Now, I really liked the name of the title because I was like, ah, oh, the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase, he's one of my favorite uh, legends. But uh, it's a fun song. And it's very James Bondish. <laughs> I listened to it and I was like, that could be a James Bond theme right there. <laughs> but, uh, just, I don't know, man. Like, I know what we're talking about. Like, yeah, it's it's not like a very personal song. Um, yeah. One for the money, two for the show. I love you, honey. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. How'd you get that way? I don't know. You're screwed up and brilliant. You look like a million dollar man, so why is my heart broke? She's her heart's broken, even though he's giving her so much. Yeah. And he looks great, but that's hard too, you know? That's that's a song where she's but what's he giving her? You know, what's he providing? Right. She's not all in it. Like she's kinda half hearted uh, in this one. Yeah. Yeah. And uh People are just, I'll tell you, the, the biggest problem with, with romance these days, I sound like an old man, people want to get married for the wedding. They don't care about what happens after that. That's very true. Everybody, Sometimes. Everybody wants well, the a Although weddings party. are expensive, so. Yeah. I know this from experience. I'm planning one. Yeah, that's that's the one reason I uh, haven't gotten married yet. It has nothing to do with the consent of the other party. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I, it has everything to do with the consent of the other party. But, uh. Also, yeah, I, I couldn't afford one. I'd, I'd probably just get... Pricey. Yeah, I'd probably just find somebody who was willing to marry me, run in somebody's backyard, and be like, all right, marry us, quick, like a backyard wedding. 
but it's not our own backyard. So like eloping. <laughs> yeah, tr- trespassing maybe. No, <laughs> I don't. I don't advocate illegal activity, but it would make for a funny uh, comedy show. But uh, right. yeah, I don't know. Million Dollar Man. It's a fun one. You know, like the jazzy stuff. I like her jazzy sound. Yeah, it has a nice sound. Um, she loves jazz. Like that was like she was like her first thing that she loved was jazz. So. Yeah, I wish that was Blues. the kind of jazzy music that they played at places that I frequent frequently. Oh yeah, I but, know what you're uh, talking about. But that's not the kind of jazz, uh, sadly. <laughs> at the at the Grove of Italian. We don't talk about it. <laughs> I'm not legally allowed to talk about it on the podcast, but but we love it and uh, everything but the music that they choose <laughs> to play. But uh, number two, what's your number two, Shai? Uh, my second song, my number two, is "Summertime Sadness." Really. Yep, and I, well, okay, and here's the thing that I didn't, um, prerequisite this, what, I don't even know if I said that word right, but anyway, preface. the, preface, the, I should have prefaced this whole shindig by saying that my answer to this, um, changes on the hour, so I don't have, like, I, like, today, like, just, just now, I wrote my list down because I was like, you know what, I'm gonna spend way too much time thinking about it. I'm just gonna write it down, like right now. And then I don't have to second guess it. Um, but I I'm I'm I can kind of right now kind of defend my placements of, of my final my top two. So Summertime Sadness is another song that I have also cried to because it's you know cliche and I gotta it's I gotta. But um but this song hits. This song hits. If anybody says the remix is better, you're just wrong. You're wrong. Um, this song is beautiful. The music video absolutely gets me. Um, it's once again repeating the same motive and the same concept um, as Dark and Dark Paradise. Um, this and Dark Paradise are very connected, um, but they're, you know, both talking about how but this one it's more like she's actively like wanting to end it all because of how sad she is um and the the feelings of that that kind of grieving where it's just you're so over and beyond grieving that you just want to end it all and you want to be with this person that you love who's now gone from you whether they passed away or they broke up with you or they they're just out of your life and you just you're so in it that you, you can't get out of it it gets extreme sometimes how much you grieve a loss of a relationship. Yeah. Um, yeah it, you know, romantic or otherwise, yes. like a death. You know, we treat these like they're deaths of, like, people. And it is a death of a relationship, which is uh, a big thing. You know, yeah. it's not to be overlooked. I don't like to use the T word, uh, <laughs> you know, and throw it around like salt and pepper, but yeah, there is definitely but. moments where it can be traumatic um, to, to go through that. You have to go through the entire cycle. Yeah. And, and just her, like, the just the driving down the road, telephone wires above, I sizzling like a snare, on fire, I feel everywhere, nothing scares me anymore. Like, she's just numb to the world. But she's having these, like, weird, sublime moments where she's seeing, like, the world and it's, like, sublime beauty. But she also, like, wants to die. And it's just so interesting, um, 
Like, if if she goes, she'll die happy because, like, I, I feel as though this song kind of implies that she's, like, on some substance going for a drive. Um, she's on fire. She feels it everywhere. Nothing scares her anyway. I just feel like that's a drug reference, so, um, you know, and then that part of the song that hits that the think I'll miss you forever, like the stars with the sun and the morning sky. Like, that part is just so sad. Even if you're gone, I'm gonna drive. And then in this music video, it's her and her, her lover, who's a woman, I love that. And, and it's like, literally like it's, she jumps off a bridge, and then like the end of it is her like ghostly spirit, kind of like, like walking on the bridge that she jumped off of. It's so like the end of uh, You're Beautiful by James Blunt. He gets naked and he like jumps. She's like a naked, but she well, falls off no, this bridge. I was gonna say. She does like she absolutely get naked, fall maybe. off this bridge, but um, yeah. It's, it's quite sad. It's quite sad. As the title would imply. I, I, very apt for the title of this one. That's number two. That's my number two. What's your second? <sighs> Shelly, you got two guesses. <laughs> Um, my number two is video games. Yep. Um, yep. you know, you know how it be. Swinging in the back, uh, pull up in your fast car, whistling my name. Open up a beer and you say, get it over here, play a video game. Like, I just, I don't know, I like it. It's a sad mm -hmm. sound. Very sad. Heaven is a place on earth for you. Tell me all the things you want to do. Uh, I just, yeah, like, the subject matter makes me feel really sad. Because, you know, you, you get in these people's shoes where you, you feel these feelings for these people, and and you do anything within legal reason to, uh, <laughs> to you know, make them yeah. feel the same way about you. And, yeah. uh, and it just doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't really, I don't know. And it and it gets it gets dark. She's not afraid to go to the dark places, and uh, no. it's funny. I, I sound like uh, the Emily Taylor Swift episode. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. There's some similarities. It's some sad music, you know. But like, it's real. I don't know. I, I don't like to tell stories. I love telling stories, but you know, I, like, it's some real it's, shit. It's the reality of life. And, I don't, I don't know, I, I hate, um, like, I've been in places where it's like, you know, but it's not everybody's fault. People don't mean to hurt people, sometimes they do. They absolutely do sometimes. But I don't think everybody that you cross your paths with in life that hurts you and affects you in a way did it because they were like, ah, let's, let's get them, you know? And, uh... So I don't know. It's just it sucks. Like I I feel I feel for her. I I feel like you know you've been in her shoes. I never have to worry about a, a girl I was interested in just playing video games all the time. Like uh, that's pretty sweet. Like, yeah, I'll play video games with, with a woman, but I also I'm not like I swear to God I've I think I've, it's less the specific hobby and more the concept that right. there's something that they like more than you. Like I've that's like an inanimate object. I've played video games where like. I, I'll play fucking League of Legends and I fucking hate League of Legends because it sucks so much of my time and I'm like if I could just like 
figure it out and, and be with the person for the rest of my life, like I would never play this fucking game again. <laughs> and it's not like a like a pact I'm making with myself or you know with God or anything like that. I'm just being like, for the love of God, like get me away from this fucking game. But I can't pull myself from it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, it's not even an addiction. It's more like I got nothing else to do. I don't have the person to time that spend that time with, and so instead of doing something that literally anything else, I put all my time into that shit. Playing video games. And I'll listen, like, it's my music listening time, so it's not yeah. like it's just me being, like, sucked into the monitor, doing nothing, but, you're, like, you're so much I wish I could you. spend more intimate quality time with a woman that I cared about rather than just yeah. staring into a monitor, getting uh, slurs slung at me by strangers. Yeah, I think everybody deserves that. Not the slurs. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they all, those fucking noobs and bitches. Not the slurs, nobody deserves that. No. But, you know, that, that, that care, you know? Yeah, yeah, you know, you can say that up and down, but uh, maybe someday. Like, I feel like you're, like, this is, this is Lana Del Rey stand-up yeah. that you're entering right now. Yeah, I feel like you're, you know, you're I, I appreciate, here. I appreciate and what I, she went through. I appreciate that you're resonating with this. Yeah, I felt it, you know, it's... You feel it. I don't know. Exactly, I, you feel it. I don't like it to drop you. the line empathetic, but I feel there like an empathetic songs, person. Like, I feel like there's a couple on every album that I'm like, oh wow, this is like I this is a really good like the narrative is really good, but then there's some specific songs that just like hit you and are like very relatable. Yeah. And like it kind of throws me off from her album because it's like she goes from being the character of Lana Del Rey to being like somebody I know kind of telling me about something that's like deeply personal. Like so sometimes it just like hits you in a weird way in an like, unexpected way. Um, and and I feel like video games is like that song that kind of just hits you in a weird and unexpected way. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and it's such a good fucking song. Like, it's great. Song. Obviously, it's one of her biggest songs for a reason. But yeah, this was that was the one that uh, kind of like shot her into the atmosphere, the stratosphere, is that? Like sure did. Um, I have not left the Lanaverse. Yeah, it's she's still my favorite artist. Hell yeah. Uh, and if you guys haven't heard episode three of the Gregular Show, Shelly's first appearance, uh, our favorite female artists of all time, go check that one out. You know who comes in at number one? I just spoiled it. That's so, uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's still worth a listen if you haven't. It's good stuff. We that was back when we were like what, twelve years old? No, I'm kidding. Yeah, just about. Just <laughs> uh, about. It was only a couple of years I'll ago. I'll be turning thirteen this year. Great, <laughs> yeah. It's a big year. It's like uh, I'm older than I am. It's like a boy would have his bar mitzvah at 13. Yeah. I don't know, I didn't get one. But. Um, hell yeah. Number one, Shelly. So my number one is Born to Die, the titular track, which I thought was really, like, kind of corny, but... Very uh, basic. Very basic, Shelly. I can explain <laughs> Are you and a real Lana Del Rey? it changes every day. But, but, okay. So, I knew Summertime Sadness... I knew, honestly, I really just kind of knew Summertime Sadness, and I knew, like, the remix that was on the radio, and I was like, oh, okay, and, like, it was okay, like, she was okay. Um, my roommate was really obsessed with Lana Del Rey and had her all over her Tumblr, and I was like, who is this bitch? And I kind of turned a blind eye, and I didn't really listen to her music, and then, um, like I was kind of moved out on my own and um, 
I mean, I was on my own. I was back home with my mom. Um, that was misleading. Um, but ah, you know. So, no. but I um, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to discover some new music. And I was, I was like, what's new? And I was like, hey, this is out. This is new. It's 2012. This is out. Um, what's this about? I hear people talking about this, this Lana Del Rey, way more. And I kind of like the aesthetic, so I'm, I'm interested. And then I pulled up YouTube, googled Lana Del Rey. And the first search result was a music video for Born to Die. So, and mind you, I hadn't seen the music video for Summertime Sadness. I'd only really heard the radio remix. So I clicked on it. I was by myself. It was at night. I clicked on it and watched I don't know why that's what needed. Time at night? Why that's needed, but just like in a police report if you're asking about the first time I heard the song. Like we talking about 2 a.m., um, 10 p.m.? I would say it was more it was more of a 2, 2 a.m. kind of thing. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm a night that, owl. That's and the like, vibes. You know, I love just like looking through music videos and shit. So, um, so I pulled this up and I watched this music video and I was like, this is it. This is my next obsession. I, I was obsessed with Panic! at the Disco and I was like, it, all of a sudden my life did a 180 and I said okay, you're going to be obsessed with Lana Del right now for the rest of your life. You're not going to live in a post-Lana world ever. You're not going to be able to get over it no matter how much dumb shit she says that comes out of her mouth and how much you, like, don't care for her as a person sometimes. Like, you're really, you're going to, you're going to stay in it. Um, so, Born to Die, couple fun facts. Also, I'm so into Lana Del Rey, like, I literally, quite literally, so this is, this is a very true story. I got my hair cut last Monday, this past Monday. She did. I, I did. It looked different from last week. Yep. Um, and I was sitting there, I was just like, I'm going to get, like, a little trim on my hair. My hair's been, I've been growing it out, it's, like, super long. It's like, I'm just going to get a little, like, inch, half inch off my hair. That's it. Guys do that with their penises and sometimes. they get a half inch off? <laughs> um, they go for a trim? So I... I went in and they were like, all right, you have a, like a 10 minute wait. And I was like, okay, that's fine. So I pulled up Instagram and the first thing on my Instagram feed was a picture of Lana Del Rey from 2012 with these like long fringe bangs. And then I showed my, the hairdresser, I made a last minute decision and I was like, I'm going to get bangs back. And, uh, bringing bangs back like yeah. Courtney Cox so and Scream 3. I got the Lana Del Rey bangs, um, and her, Lana Del Rey's hair was red at the time too. So Currently, I'm like, I'm on the aesthetic of Lana Del Rey from 2012. Um, when this came out? When this came out. So here we are 10 years later, I have the haircut now. So, um, but yeah, I, I, and you know, we have the same color hair that I did with her in 2012. Um, except for she's not a redhead, but um, she's just blonde actually, fun fact. Um, and also, so Born to Die also going back to her rehab and her alcoholism when she was 16. The reason, one of the catalysts for her, her usage was her extreme existential dread over the fact that you die one day. Yeah. And that's so we're like, about like these bangs right here. Oh no, those are baby bangs. Baby bangs are different. This is like a 70s little fringe bang, but it's like a longer one. It's like down to my chin. Um, but yeah, so she she was like really like, she got in her brain so much about, about death and death like haunted her and the idea of death was like devastating. So she would just get drunk and like- Sounds like me mind. when I was four. So she, she, she had like very bad problems and then she 
found out that alcohol could kind of numb that that anxiety and that feeling and I have terrible anxiety so I get it um, I'm a very existential person myself but then she was going to therapy and everything and rehab and she her therapy and they were like you know death is the, the great equalizer um, everybody that you admire James Dean Marilyn Monroe have died you're gonna die too you're equal. We're all equal. Death is the great equalizer. We sounds all like do it. Threat, like, even if it's like, <laughs> it does. It sounds really threatening. Um, you know, these people have a god, but they're gonna die. They died, and you are too. But like, it's it's just this like really macabre fascination with death, and the the Born to Die song was like came out of that feeling of like she sings about death a lot and and dying and. She also does that as a way of like coping with her existential dread that she still feels. But um, you and I, we were born to die. Um, and this song also, I mean, along with like all the things with that kind of background, um, along with like watching the music video and really enjoying like the video and the song, like it, like on the first round it was catchy. It caught me. I, I was right. I was in it. Um, but when I re-listen to it, I, I listen to the lyrics. It's also a pretty deep song. Um, you know, don't make me sad, don't make me cry. Sometimes love is not enough and the road gets tough. I don't know why. Keep making me laugh. Let's go get high. We'll carry on. Like, let's be wild while we have the time. Our relationship might end at any minute. You could die. Um, and then this, like, crazy kind of feeling of, like... I want to die with with somebody else and like just um it's just an interesting um an interesting song choice um it has come under heat uh, like all of her music basically but um they um there's this one lyric that's um let me kiss you hard in the pouring rain and people think it says like your girl's insane but it says you like your girls insane like she's she's come under heat because she said that she's a feminist and people are like no you're not because of this song and she was like and you're like she's like you're misquoting the lyrics but um like it's, unfortunately it's guy, we have other people to tell people what they are and what they aren't yeah so this guy um she's she's saying that this guy likes girls who are insane like he's saying like man i like my girls insane like a very surface level like insane in the membrane. Insane um, in the brain. And yeah, so that's not like so. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's, that's, but that's if we, the first song that I heard that I really like loved of hers, and that got me into listening to every other every other song. So I had to put that as number one. Absolutely. Uh, well, I don't and, agree with and it. And it's but. kind of like summertime sadness. I think would be I think what I think is the best song off the album, but. I had to put Born to Die above that for this moment. But I do think, uh, but if, like, this list as of yesterday had Summertime Sadness at the top. Um, and That's I do right. think that Where that is the be. best song off the album. Yeah. Which leads me to Greg. That's my number one. Kiss me hard before you go. Summertime Sadness. I just wanted you to know that, baby, you're the best. It's such a good fucking song. I got that summertime, summertime sadness. She's so, 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 so,
Yeah, it's, it's good shit. And now, um, do you like the remix better, or yeah. how are you feeling about that? I like, I like the studio. Fight? I like the studio version. Good, good, good. That's the right yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, shout out to the summer songs list with Megan. Uh, Summertime Sadness was my number nine favorite song yeah. of the summer of all time. But, uh, yeah, just, god damn, it's such a great song. It is really good. Down, 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 down. Like, I love that that yeah, sound, that western bells. guitar, yeah, the bells. Yeah, like, whatever that sound is. I feel like I'm about to watch uh, Clint Eastwood walk by a tumbleweed or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I just, yeah, it's a great, great music song. video. Great music video. I'll have to watch it. Yes. I, I'm yes. so bad about music videos. But you'll have to watch them. I just, like, I'm listening to it. I, I don't they know. give you context, though. It tells a story, and it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I, we'll pull it up right after this. It's a whole different, I'll like, story watching the music video, I guess. I, I used to watch music videos a lot. You know what the problem is? Is there? There's, like, a channel on, on cable, like, on television called Music Television. Um, hmm. But it, but there's no music videos oh, on yeah. the music television. There used to be, wasn't there? There back used in to the be. Day, Maybe when like the 20 years ago. Roamed the earth yeah. And I was young. Before the asteroid took it out. Yep. Um, yeah, like a VH1 video hits one was another one that yes. used to have like music With videos. Flavor Flav. Yeah, yeah. I had boy. music videos on every morning going to, before I went to school. I see the music video. But they don't have that anymore. No. It's the craziest thing. You'd think two different channels devoted to music uh, on basic cable, and neither one of them uh, do what they were supposed to fucking do. Uh, but hey, you know we're just uh, you know we're we're good. We're good. Everybody's fine. Everybody's happy. Bring back music videos. Put them on television. People pay good money for for that. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm pissed. I'm pissed off now. Shall you pissed me off, damn it. No. That's what I came here to do. Yeah. Thank you, I'm everyone. Hot. I'm hot. I'm hot like in the summertime. There's summertime sadness going on. You're tearing me apart. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. When he pushes her on the couch, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa buddy, what are you doing? What are you doing, Johnny? I did not hit her. I did not. I did not Bullshit. hit her. I did not. We got to do the oh, room watch along video at some point. Yes, absolutely. With the podcast. Absolutely. Man, and people can like sync up, right? You know, we'll be like, pause, start the movie. We'll get there. We'll get there. That's going to be a fun one. Um, but yeah, Shelly, I want to thank you for uh, recommending this. Uh, I probably wouldn't have listened to this had you not said, hey, Greg, let's do Born to Die. So uh, you exposed me to some good music. And, and I can't say that I've had that uh, pleasure uh, often as far as uh, newer albums come. Yeah. And... Uh, so, you know, you, you did me a solid on this one. And before we uh, call it a night and I release this pretty much instantaneously, wow. do you want to uh, say anything to the Greg heads out there? Um, listen to Lana Del Rey. Um, she does have some really shitty takes in real life. I'm so sorry. Separate the art from the artist in this case. Um, just a warning. I'm well aware. Um, Don't come at Shelly. Don't come at me, please. Don't come at me either. I don't have time for it. I don't know anything about anything. Um, my entire aesthetic is Lana Del Rey. Um, it's a little, like, I don't know. I can't move past it. Yeah, you should see Shelly's social media takes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Go no. follow her on Lama Del Rey. Check her out. She's on Instagram. And Lama Del Rey. I have an art show coming up. Check out my artwork. 
yeah, buy buy some Shelly art. She's got some great shit out there. That's what I said as a critic. It's like as a like, great shit. Um, but no, she's been working her ass off, and uh, you know, it's I'll tell you, it's good shit. Uh, you'll go check out her stuff. Uh, she's got good shit, and I want to thank you for coming on the show. Um, this will probably be the last time you're on the show before the hundredth episode comes out, unless wow. you want to come back in like two weeks. <laughs> but. Anything's possible. I got to get Jeremy on for the League of Legends podcast uh, with Corey. Yeah. Get a three-man podcast going. But uh, he's actually passed out right now. So. I'm like trying to stop him from snoring, but yeah. yeah. That's okay. That'll pick up on the mics. Uh, Greg Heads, I want to thank you for tuning in this week's. You know, just we talk about that subject matter. It's very sensitive stuff. Uh, you know, the help is out there. Uh, it's never too late. Don't don't be uh, too proud to beg or ask for help. Too proud to beg. It's a Shelly podcast. <laughs> we gotta put out this PSA. Yeah, you gotta Sorry. put it. Well, I'll put it out every week. I don't care. I you know I suffer through my own shit, and uh, it's, shit. it's not easy out there. And there's a lot of good people out there. So don't you know. Don't be stupid. Go to cupid.com. That is. I don't even know if that's out there anymore. But. Uh, Thank you guys for listening this week. We had a lot of fun. I, despite the, the subject matter, it was a fun one. Yeah. You know? And uh, if you're in the area, go to Stewart's and try a sea turtle milkshake. That shit hits different. I'll tell you. That was good shit. I had one of those earlier. Yeah, sounds great. But, uh, hey guys, you know you know what they say. You know what he says on American Idol? Seacrest out. Seacrest out.